Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. It's been a little while since our last episode. Uh, I was away on a trip again. (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely enjoying taking many holidays this year. Um, I am taking advantage of the bank holidays that we have here in the UK. Uh, We actually have quite a lot this year for various reasons. So I've been using those to travel and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So uh, I hope you're well. And uh, today's episode is going to be about um, idioms and phrases in British English. Um, I think along with phrasal verbs, um, idioms and phrases can be one of the most difficult things about learning a language. Uh, So an idiom is uh, usually a phrase or a set of words that don't mean what they seem to mean on the surface. So... It might be a phrase that talks about um, something that's describing the situation or is making a comparison, um, but it might not make sense as to what the meaning of the phrase is straight away. So I wanted to give 10 examples here uh, about some quite common ones and then give you a few um, tips on how to understand an idiom or a phrase when you hear it in uh, natural conversation. So I'm going to start with the first one, which is two birds with one stone. So here you probably understand the four words that are being used. Two is a number. Birds are a type of animal with wings. One is another number and stone is like a rock or, you know, something you find on the ground. But the whole phrase by itself, two birds with one stone, might not make a lot of sense, especially if you just hear it in a conversation and there's no birds, no stones, you're thinking, what is this person talking about? So two birds with one stone means to achieve two goals or two objectives by uh, doing one thing or uh, kind of achieving them at the same time. I think quite a lot of languages have a similar phrase to this, and so you may find something similar in your own language. Um, But two birds with one stone is a a phrase that we do use quite often to describe this kind of thing. The actual full phrase is to kill two birds with one stone. So literally (laughs) to throw a bird, uh, throw a stone, sorry, at uh, one bird and actually hit two. Um, But you may hear this version as well of just two birds with one stone. So, for example, um, I might uh, might be, let's say I have to go to um, the supermarket to do some shopping and I know that I also need to pick something up from the pharmacy, for example. Um, So I might say oh, well, I'm already going out to the supermarket. I guess I'll drop by the pharmacy as well, kill two birds with one stone. So I'm saying, like, in this one trip outside, I'm going to go to both places, for example. So that's example number one. Uh, The next one is better late than never. 
This one I think is a little bit easier um, because it's kind of it kind of says what it is, um, but it might take a bit of getting used to how to use this and when we use this. Um, but better late than never simply means um, that it's better to achieve something or to do something late than to never do it at all. Um, so let's say that it's your friend's birthday and you couldn't give them the gift on the day, um, but you get it to them maybe a week later and you apologize and say, I'm sorry, but better late than never. Like, it's better that I gave you the gift late than never giving you the gift at all, for example. Um, so this is another phrase that we use quite often. Uh, the next one is once in a blue moon. So this one can be tricky, <laughs> uh, but the, the meaning behind this is that something rarely happens. So if we think about the moon, the moon is usually like a white yellow color. Maybe sometimes it changes different colors for various reasons, um, but you wouldn't often see the moon blue right? So if we say once in a blue moon, we mean it hardly ever happens. It rarely happens. So I might say, oh, I only see him once in a blue moon. Like I hardly ever see him. I, I rarely see him. So that one's a little bit trickier, but uh, another one that's quite common. Number four is in my eyes. So this depends on the context. So we do have a phrase in my eyes, which is not literal. That's one of these idioms. And we have another phrase with in my eyes, which is more literal. So you have to kind of look at the situation. If I say, oh, uh, the sun is in my eyes, that means that the sun is like shining into my eyes and maybe I can't see properly or it's painful. It means that something's literally in my eyes, okay? Uh, and I might be talking about like a, a material or something. Like I say, oh, I have like sand in my eyes or something like that. But if somebody says, in my eyes, blah, 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 uh, and they're not talking about something being in their eyes, what they're actually saying is, in my opinion, or from my point of view. So if I say, uh, in my eyes, this is the right decision, that's the same as saying, in my opinion, this is the right decision, or from my point of view, this is the right decision, in my eyes. Uh, I wanted to pick this one because I do remember uh, kind of helping out a few Japanese students a few years ago who really found this phrase quite confusing. Um, so I wanted to include this one here. Okay, number five, an arm and a leg. An arm and a leg. The actual full phrase is to cost an arm and a leg. Um, but just like the two birds, one stone example, um, you can hear both um, versions of this. So you can hear, this costs an arm and a leg, or you can just say like, oh, an arm and a leg, um, if somebody asks how much something costs. So from the explanation I just gave, maybe you already guessed, um, but this means to be expensive, to be very expensive. Um, so if someone says, oh, I love your coat, uh, how much was it? You say, oh, actually it cost an arm and a leg. Um, and yeah, it's just a phrase that means that something's expensive. It's the same as giving away one of your arms and one of your legs is, is that expensive. So that's a bit of a strange one, but one that you do hear quite a lot. Okay, number six, to make a long story short. Um, so this one again is a little bit more straightforward maybe. Um, so to make a long story short, so to give the short version 
of a story, essentially. Uh, suffice it to make a, a long story short, uh, it's the same as saying, like, in summary, or um, uh, if you're familiar with the phrase too long didn't read on the internet, TLDR, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like saying, you know, there's more details, there's more information in this story, but I don't want to waste time, I just want to give you the important information. Or you just want to summarize what you've been talking about. You can say, to make a long story short, blah 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 blah. Like this is, this was the end result. Don't don't worry about everything else. So, yeah, let's say that you're telling a story about, um, I don't know, about uh, something that happened on a trip. Something went wrong, and there's so many details. We say, okay, to make a long story short, I had to pay for an extra night at the hotel or something like that. So it doesn't really matter why uh, or what the details were, but um, you're just saying that in summary, this was the main information I wanted to tell you. Cool, so number seven, speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. So this phrase we use when we are talking about somebody or we just mention somebody or something and then it appears. So let's say that you're talking about um, your friend uh, with somebody else. It doesn't have to be something bad. It could be that you were just talking about something that they did or uh, some news about them or something like that. And then they turn up, they appear. So let's say that I'm at a cafe with my friend and uh, the other friend is coming, but we're waiting for them. And I'm talking about them saying, oh, they should be here by now, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they suddenly turn up. I say, oh, speak of the devil. Like, oh, we were just talking about you and here you are, kind of thing. So speak of the devil is uh, something that we say when something or somebody we were talking about suddenly appears or uh, something happens that's related to what we were talking about. Okay, so next one is write up your street. Write up your street. So this one I think sounds more literal than it is. So you might be thinking it's to do with directions or to uh, talk about something, about where somebody lives or something, but it's actually not related to that. Um, for something to be right up your street, it means that it's something that you will really like. Um, so if I say, oh, I just started watching this new TV show, it's about, um, let's say it's about uh, people who are studying abroad and I have a friend who has studied abroad and really likes this kind of thing and I say oh it's right up your street it's something you're gonna love like I know that you'll like this thing and there are a few different versions of this so you can say right up your street or you could say right up your alley uh, so a-l-l-e-y so an alley is like a, sh um, a narrow street uh, essentially um, so you can say, right up your street, right up your alley, um, or a very British version would be just your cup of tea. Just your cup of tea. And it just means this is something that I think you will really like. Okay, second to last one here is sod law. This one I feel like is very British, uh, sod law. Um, we talk about sod law when something goes wrong or something bad happens. Um, but it's like uh, a coincidence that this bad thing happens and that you kind of expected it to happen. So uh, a good example might be that you always carry an umbrella in your bag and then the day, uh, and, and usually it doesn't rain, even though you have the umbrella, 
And then the one day where it does rain is the day that you didn't take your umbrella. Maybe you forgot it or it was broken or something like that. And then it rains and you get completely wet. And you say, oh, it's sod's law that the day I don't have my umbrella, it rains. Like this idea of this kind of rule in the universe that the one time that you don't do something or you do something different, that the thing you've been trying to prepare for happens. This is uh, called sod's law. Um, so yeah, this is a really good one. And uh, I do think this is <laughs> quite a British thing. Okay, and then the last one here is to waffle. Um, so this is kind of a politer way to say that somebody is talking rubbish or talking nonsense uh, or talking a lot and not really saying anything at the same time. So maybe they're not making sense or they're saying things that are not relevant. So you can say, oh, she's just waffling. Uh, she's just waffling now. Like, she's just talking nonsense. She's just saying things and doesn't really make sense to, to waffle. <laughs> so if you hear that, don't be confused. It's not about the food. Uh, we're just talking about somebody talking and not making a lot of sense or maybe not saying anything very important, like stop waffling, stop talking nonsense. Cool, so that's 10 examples of some idioms and phrases that you might hear in the UK. And I wanted to give a couple of tips about what to do if you hear a phrase or an idiom like this and you're not sure what it means. So I think uh, one of the first things to do is to consider the context. Um, so sometimes the context you're in can help you understand what the person wants to say, even if you've never heard the phrase before. So for example, um, if you hear this final um, example that we talked about to waffle, if you're in a situation where there's no food, you're not eating or anything, and somebody says, oh, they're waffling. Uh, first of all, you can think, okay, it's not food because there's no food. There's an ing, so I guess it's a verb. And maybe think about the context, like, is this person talking a lot? Okay, maybe it has something to do with that. Of course, you can ask the other person, what does that mean? Uh, but if you're trying to guess and think about what it might mean, then this is something you can think about is what is the current situation? Uh, I think it can help to note down these phrases and idioms that you hear as well, and maybe the situation you heard them in, and then look them up later when you get home. And I think also um, kind of making a note of these phrases if you hear them in uh, places like TV shows or films or music, like if it's something that you hear a lot in particular, maybe make a note of it then as well and uh, look it up and, and see what it means. Uh, I would also think about, is it something that you hear a lot? There are some idioms and phrases that we use from time to time, and um, it might be good to understand it, but if you're not going to hear it all the time, it's not that important to know what it means. However, if it's something that is used, you know, almost every day, then it might be good to find out what it means and to try and use it. I think that's the important thing is, once you learn one of these phrases, try to use it and see if you can use it correctly. If you have a friend or a language partner, um, you can ask them to correct you if you use it in the wrong situation or if you don't use the phrase exactly how it would usually be used. Um, but yeah, getting practice with new vocabulary or phrases is, is really important. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to introduce any new phrases or words here because we had a lot throughout the episode. 
Um, but yeah, I just wanted to finish up by saying, as always, you can email me at abrickdifficult at gmail.com if you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast. And also, please do get in touch if you'd like to be interviewed on the podcast. If you are a non-native English speaker living in the UK and you'd like to talk about how you learned English, please do get in touch. I'd love to speak with you. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you all again soon. So take care and I'll uh, speak to you all very soon.